Welcome back to The Two Guys. I'm Chris Show. Indeed, Lisa Lanier will join us momentarily for Lawyer Up inside several legal cases. She loves the case of the man who killed the chicken in Cal- in uh, Florida. Right. Will he face murder charges? <laughs> we wait and we'll see. find it out in a moment. She's also going to be treated to this Tom Hanks story. Well, yeah, I, it's, it's a pretty remarkable story. It's news from other countries, and the country is Greece. Uh, of course, there are a lot of islands uh, near Greece. A mm-hmm. uh, 30-year-old tourist is alive today. He's from Macedonia after spending 18 hours adrift at sea. Thanks to Tom Hanks, he is alive. His name only given as Ivan. He and two other uh, adults were swept out to sea by powerful currents off the coast of Cassandra in Greece. Mm-hmm. The Greek Coast Guard searched for the men, but they were all declared, quote, lost at sea. Hmm. The sea yeah. never tells. Yeah. However, Yvonne was not dead, at least not yet. And then, like a scene out of a movie, he's out in the middle of nowhere in the mm. beautiful Aegean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a small ball drifted right past him. No. Wilson! No. Yes. No. A ball. A ball. Wilson! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wilson. Did this? Did this ball? Wilson, I'm sorry. Help him survive. Did, did it have a bloody handprint? <laughs> I on don't it? know. Wilson! <laughs> oh my God. I Tom Hanks lost. Mm. Saved Yvonne's life. He grabbed hold of that ball and held onto it for Wilson! dear life. Beautiful. The ball kept him afloat long enough to be spotted by rescuers 18 hours later. He's he's literally hanging on to that ball. Yeah. Now, I have seen the ball. There's no bloody handprint on it, unfortunately, because he held on to it. What kind of ball? It it looked like a smaller-sized soccer ball, a a 10 and two Mm -hmm. brothers, one 10, one 11, Mm -hmm. lost it 10 days before it floated out there. It floated 80 miles. They were, the, a, they were on a different island. They tracked the ball back to the They owners. knew it was theirs because the mom saw it on TV and said, that's my kid's ball. Holy wow. cow. This will bring a tear to your eye, won't it? I'm sorry. It's interesting yeah, how, it's a, uh, I'm sorry, how that ball, you can Wilson, form an affection for it in that movie. <laughs> so that when it floats off like that, you're kind of sad. I'm more sad about that than if Hanks would have died. Me too. It's a ball. It's a ball. It's a volleyball. Yeah. I, I showed my kids that movie about two or three years ago. And first, when he started talking to the ball, they were like snickering. Like, oh, come on. Stupid. And I paused it and I said, okay, I'm going to remember this. Just wait. You wait. Don't be that guy. I sure was. <laughs> Just kids. He can do what he wants. <laughs> it's the only time he can do it. Pause the movie. All right, you're snickering now, but I'm going to put a box of Kleenex tissues I did. on this table. Because you're going to need it. I did. You'll see why. An hour later... That scene happens, and both of them, my son and my daughter, no, no. And I paused it. You're Johnny, I told you so. I said, see that? Nobody likes that guy. (laughs) Told you. Wipe your nose, boss. (laughs) I paused it again. I said, see that? (laughs) Don't ever doubt me. Yeah, I'll make you tear up. That's a great scene in that movie. Lisa Lanier's on the line. For- Lisa! <laughs> hey, good morning. Good She's morning. Proclaimed. Lisa! She's Good morning. Uh, we're running late. I'm sorry, Lisa. It's okay. It's I'm okay. Sorry. You know, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks is a citizen of Greece. He has dual citizenship in the U.S. and in Greece. He loves Greece. Has a home there. Yeah, maybe there was sort of 
Explains a lot. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't either. Dual citizenship. The knowledge that Lisa Lanier has that she brings here. Wait till she gets into these stories today, too. The first one, uh, poor Chris Tim has to recuse. He's triggered by this. Mm. (laughs) We know the story. We know what happened to Chris Tim three years ago. April of 2019. That's right. Well, it happened to Bernice Kelly. She was relaxing uh, on the coast of South Carolina last July, a year ago. Uh, she was staying nearby the Hyatt Hotel Corporation Resort, the Wild Dunes Resort, near the Wild Dunes Resort in uh, I-O-P. Isle of Palms. South hey, that's Carolina. nice. That's a beautiful place. I'll tell you this. I've been to Isle of Palms. My in-laws live there, and uh, it gets so crowded that time of year. That's probably the most crowded beach I've ever been to. Yeah, it's uh, all the beaches. I went over to that one you call Oil Slick Beach Yeah, to, to try to relieve the crowd. What, what's that one? Folly. Uh, yeah, Folly Beach. Dave calls it Oil Slick Beach because you see the <laughs> tankers out there. Yeah, the Navy ships just dump their stuff right there. Nonetheless, <laughs> Bernice Kelly was laying out there, and all of a sudden, wind gust comes along, lifts one of the umbrellas that was out there at the Wild Dunes Resort, uh, property of Hyatt Hotels, hits her in the face, mm. bad damages. She says emotional distress. She says she's had physical pain, broken nose, mm. bones broken in her face. Now she's suing because she says they didn't secure the umbrella properly. I'm just wondering, I mean, is that lawsuit going to hold up or is that? are you just taking a risk by being out on the beach? Mm. I, the reason Chris Tim can't comment on it is because I witnessed him being clipped by an umbrella himself three years ago. In the head, in oh. the ear. In the ear. And you know, Lisa, that was harder on me than it was on him. You keep saying yeah, that. Emotional distress. Yeah. Chris! <laughs> Chris! <laughs> it was so difficult. What about this lady, Lisa? Is she going to win this lawsuit against Hyatt? Yeah, I mean, she may. It depends on some of the circumstances because there are industry standards about how to secure these umbrellas, how deep, and yet, you know, some uh, in certain conditions and certain sand, you have to anchor them uh, or, or, drill down to a certain depth have you ever seen uh, some beaches they require that they take uh, like an this like handheld auger thing and like mm-hmm. drill mm-hmm. a big hole down and uh, that's because of this exact sort of scenario every summer we see this happen mm-hmm. so it really just depends on the conditions and you know did the wind really get up and then they didn't come tell people to take them down that's another issue so generally these people do recover because oftentimes you know you find that the umbrella wasn't very secure and uh, here they're alleging that and uh, improper training and that they should have secured it and all sorts of stuff. So I imagine they'll probably settle it. Okay. Mm. I Hyatt's got deep pockets. They do. They'll pay her off, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I like that auger thing. Now, Chris, Tim and I have the Beach Bub umbrella, which we love. Totally and different system. Different system. And it works perfectly. But these resorts, and I was just at a resort in South Carolina. That's what they did. They had that huge auger, mm-hmm. and they drilled down deep into the earth. And then all it leaves is a hole big enough for the umbrella. You know, it's not like they yeah, have Yeah, and if you, if you don't have the beach bub those you can if you get those cheap uh $20 umbrellas they do they come with the auger and you gotta yeah. that's a lot of work getting it, it down in there that's it what is. I had in Myrtle Beach that hit me and, uh, and it was it, it was very windy we probably should have put the umbrella down but we didn't it was really windy but that that thing you had on the end of it should have worked it was one of those it, it, and it was metal it was the metal that hit me in the ear. that's what hit metal. him well, I, I saw it yeah yeah the, metal. the shimboo was nice too i just got a shimboo last summer those are kind of not awesome. the end of the umbrella no it was the it was the auger thing that hit him the pointy end. the pointy yeah. end. i witnessed it okay as close as i am to you dave all right i was drunk well, but I, was, I wouldn't expect anything less. And but we you, can't let Lisa's comment about the Shadoobie go by. They're not legal on every beach. That, that's true. No, they're not legal on every beach. That's true. Correct. And, uh, because they have more than one point in the sand. Correct. 
I, I, I'm not good at putting those things together either. It's like you fit them together and shouldn't be. <laughs> Too many parts of the Shadoobie. Kristen was the one that hit you. Was it really pointy? That's another issue. Some of them are super sharp, you know, the point. Yeah, especially pointy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was my own. It, it was his own. <laughs> <laughs> it's his so nose. It was a very fancy umbrella. <laughs> very yeah. fancy. It like, that makes slats. it worse. You know, that makes the injury worse. And I'll have yeah. to tell you, when he struggled to get back to the condo, and I told him to dip his head in the ocean, you know, that was my fix. <laughs> yeah. Go dunk your head in the ocean. Mm-hmm. He went to the hospital. They, they doctored him up real good. They put a big dome on his side of his head. Sometimes I think if Chris Dem had died in that incident, we would have had to have done a Dem report about Chris Dem. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A man was killed by his own beach umbrella. <laughs> they all but put one of those dog cones they on did. me. So. <laughs> That's right. They had to put Reynolds wrap on your head. Didn't they? That's they right. did. They That's did. wrap. But, like a sandwich. But I'll tell you, I was so relieved that it was not my umbrella that hit him, that it was his own. Because I didn't want, you never live that one down, do you, no. if, you're, if you're umbrella. Because yeah. I'd put one up, too. Yeah. And then I, I said, let's go ahead and lower this bad boy. And then it's all of respect. Listen, it was all I could do to keep drinking. It was all. <laughs> but by God, they finished That's my beer, word. Lisa. He left his beer. He went to the emergency oh, no. room. <laughs> oh, my Come God. back with the galls on his head. So terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your friend with the fife and the drum? <laughs> we should have seen him. Okay. Now, we have some animal stories here today, all bird-related. And Lisa will get every one of these taken care of. First, from Fayetteville, North Carolina, a woman named Gwen Young says she's complained about the goose feces at her apartment complex called Oak Run in Fayetteville now for years. She and her neighbors are all saying that there's too many geese out here. There's This woman says she stopped counting at 60. I counted 60. And I stopped counting. It was so many. It was they were all across the field out there. Who is responsible for cleaning up geese feces here? The maintenance people, Oak Run, too. They're responsible for that. Well, do they do it? No, they don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you heard like it. Of geese <laughs> well, well, that's hard hitting. Yeah. <laughs> now, do we know that she's right? Uh, well, they talked to a neighbor. It's bad. I, this whole place over here is bad because these geeses and these ducks, they walk around and they poop and nobody clean up. If we don't clean it up, it don't get cleaned up. It don't up. get cleaned up. And they did show, they put the camera on multiple geese. And mm-hmm. the problem is... Did they is, zoom in on the, the goose poo? Oh, yeah. There's a, and there's a lot of it. And the first woman you just heard there, she has a, a lung condition. And her doctor tells her that goose feces is causing your condition to worsen. And she's been living there like 11 years. She says it's been a problem the whole time. And she's it's a health hazard. She's enough of it. Hazard. But she's is saying. It? I think it is. If you, if you get. Uh, geeses? If you get 100 geeses. <laughs> that's what they call it. <laughs> that's right. Their poop is called geeses. She says it's bad. And she said that uh, it is. Inf- Her doctor says it is inflamed your condition. And so she says she has. Uh, she got the rheumatiz. She's got. <laughs> she got the arthritis. Granulomas. Gran granulomatous is what she has it's a lung condition only grandmas get it okay and she says that uh she's trying to sue the car the complex now but the geese are protected she's trying to get people to help her and they're saying well the geese are protected we can't do much about it but cleaning the feces gotta clean the feces or yeah or move are they doing anything like putting an owl a fake owl she says nothing she says nothing lisa what can she do this poor woman Oh, poor woman. You know, I, it is true that bird poop in general, not not just goose poop, but bird poop, it puts off these um, noxious chemical you know, fumes mm-hmm. that can cause people with lung conditions to have problems. But typically, you have to be in a confined space 
like you have a pet bird. And uh, there's even studies that link having pet birds to lung cancer and, and other lung conditions. So I mean, there, there's definitely some crazy fumes that come off of this bird poop, but it, it's outside, you know, so I have a hard time imagining that she's getting that much exposure to it if it's outdoors, unless she's hanging out there, you know, with the poop a lot. Mm-hmm. But that being said, you know, it sounds like, it sounds like she's gone to the, to the media, which is probably better than anything she could do because uh, it's really hard with protected animals. And, um, you know, the only thing they could do, they couldn't really probably get rid of the geese. They'd probably have to just, you know, clean the poop, but Mm-hmm. It's hard to make a landlord do something like that that doesn't go to just North Carolina's landlord tenant is pretty basic, like, you know, roof over your head kind of stuff. Mm. They're really not required to kind of go the extra mile and make it, you know, lovely. So, uh, you know, like get rid of poop. Yeah. And what, <laughs> look, we've all seen goose poop. How do you pick it up? There, there's no device to pick it up because it's basically just mushed up grass. That's right. You know, and it's the size of it is is enough to be annoying, but and small. So much of it. So yeah. much of it. Yeah, they have to hose it, hose it off, maybe or something. And but then that probably just relocates it or puts it in the, puts it in, in the, in the water. water. Makes it nasty. Yeah. It's terrible. But what you heard is it's bad. It's bad. You heard yeah. saying it's a mess. So, same thing here. Now this is on the other side of it. A retired Texas couple. It say they're at risk of losing their home because they fed ducks in their yard, and a homeowners association has sued them. The HOA complained last month. They filed the complaint after neighbors said that ducks were doing their business on their property and tearing up their gardens, and one couple is feeding the ducks. So they're being sued for $250,000 because they've been given enough warnings now to stop feeding the ducks. Now, you always say, and we've found this is true, when the HOA says it, that, that's law. They, yeah. they usually win here. Is this couple going to wind up having to move because they've been feeding the ducks? Are they in the wrong here, Lisa? You know, it's really, I hate HOAs. I think this is just, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. terrible. These mm-hmm. people are just, you know, they for two years, they've just been enjoying the ducks. You know, I think they're a retired couple. They yep. just want to feed the ducks. And it's just sort of part of their routine. And their neighbors don't like it. And so they, you know, the HOA is kind of ganged up on them. They find them many, many times. Mm-hmm. And they're using these pretty vague HOA rules that say that you're not supposed to, to do anything that creates a nuisance or an unclean condition or that interferes with wildlife. I mean, those are pretty broad policies that are articulated in the HOA guidelines and, and rules that they've agreed to abide by. So they probably are going to lose. Mm. They do have their house up for sale. Problem with that is, if the fines are levied, then you have to sale is subject to those fines. So the HOA is going to get paid. So, I mean, hopefully they can work something out. A lot of times they'll compromise it. So they're going to sell their house. And then when they go to sell it, maybe the HOA might agree to reduce the fines or something of that right, nature. Right. But it's, it's bad. Yeah, HOAs have so much power because you're agreeing. You, you volunteered. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody coerced you into agreeing to that. So yeah. you go in there and you have to abide by the crazy but, rules. And like here, they can take a pretty vague rule and apply it any way they want. And you can't say no. I mean, if you buy a house in the neighborhood, you can't not pay your HOA fees and sign on right. the dotted line. You can't opt out. There's nothing you can do. Although I will say this. Now, we had a neighbor that used to feed the geese, just the geese we just heard of in the previous segment, the previous story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, br- it brought them around our house because our next door neighbor was feeding yeah. them and it i didn't like it you know because they were yeah. pooping in my driveway and stuff and i mm-hmm. said to them, you just complain about it at the dinner table yeah, yeah I'd, I'd grouse about it that's mm-hmm. right and here on here i'm like <laughs> something's got to be done <laughs> but then i never did anything you know you go to a meeting i never have been to a meeting god no i never have those are the worst the hoa meetings yeah there's always some chode in there that wants to be the president and the power hungry 
sob. Uh, They're the worst. <laughs> I mean, there's there's people out there that love and live for that kind of stuff. No offense to any presidents of <laughs> my, friend, <laughs> my friend Enabler Ray was the Forget president. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> you know Enabler Ray. I do. I love him. Yeah. And the bird story from Florida that's gotten all the attention this week, also Florida, Jacksonville man, uh, went ahead and went on television to tell his story. Uh, apparently, uh, his neighbor had an aggressive chicken, and the aggressive chicken actually pecked at his father, and then when it came back toward his yard as he was getting the mail, it came and pecked at him and flew up and flared its neck up. So this man that you're about to hear took a stick and waved it, swatted it toward the bird, and he says, lucky shot, got it right in the head, killed it, <laughs> killed it. Now his neighbor said, oh, no, 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 you beat my chicken to death. That's my chicken. He got home. His rooster didn't come up and greet him as it usually did, and he said, something's wrong. He called police. Police said, don't waste our time. So he called animal control. They went out, did get the police involved. This gentleman had a 30-hour stay in jail, and now says he may face more charges. This is the man who killed the chicken, just extemporaneously. So I, f- I figure I, I, this is my property. I got a right to prevent life, property, and live, just like you do. If a man comes to attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to hi him, right? Okay, simple as that. So I'm defending myself. You know, I was feared for my safety, and the chicken, you know, uh, d- died. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. Lisa, you're a country girl. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You understand livestock? <laughs> you choked a chicken or two. <laughs> For dinner. <laughs> Lisa, you've killed your own livestock and served it to your children. We know you like it fresh. <laughs> what, do they, what do they call it? Dirt to table? <laughs> Tell That's us, right. is this man going to face more charge? Animal cruelty, perhaps. Yes, he is being charged with felony animal cruelty. And it turns out that there were some kids in the neighborhood who witnessed this. And they said he didn't just sort of accidentally swing one time and hit the chicken in the head, mm. but that he bludgeoned the chicken to death. Mm. And so he is uh, he's facing felony animal cruelty charges, which actually have up to five years incarceration attached to those charges. So it's pretty serious. And, and you can't claim self-defense. Against a chicken, I, you know you have to have to be a <laughs> what <laughs> if it's not cooked properly? Well, right. <laughs> and I have to tell you, uh, all the calls and emails and correspondence we've gotten have been on this man's side because they say yeah, chickens mean, are aggressive, especially roosters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they are, they are. I grew up on a farm, and I mean chickens. You, you know, you kind of have to teach them who's boss. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's like because right. otherwise they will they will come after you. But right. uh, roosters, especially, yeah. But but I mean, they're not going to kill you. I mean, there's going to you know. Mm-hmm. Might hurt you a little bit, yeah, but it's not right. going to. So that's the thing you have to be concerned before you can use deadly force on an animal under this statute in Florida. You have to fear for serious bodily injury, and just it just doesn't get you there with a chicken. Mm. Ah. Well, now he said he compared it to a dog. He said if somebody's dog's coming at you, you're going to hi-yah him, <laughs> you know. But you, not the same, not the same with the chicken. So he's going to yeah. lose. Is he? You think he'll do yeah, some? Yeah, they charged him. Yeah, he, jail time for this. Uh, actually, see, he, five years. he could do five years. Yeah. If it's his first offense, there's no way he does time. I don't think. I don't think they will. It's up to five years. I don't think they will. But I do think they're going to probably 
Mm-hmm. They, it's a fairly new law in Florida that took it to a uh, potential felony, mm-hmm. and I think they're, they're you know they're sort of cracking down on people that are mean to animals. So I think mm. he may they may make a bit of an example of him, but I don't think he'll get. But, but, but can I just say, isn't it also Florida's pretty famous for you can shoot somebody for coming onto your property mm-hmm. and walk not away? I don't need much of an excuse, <laughs> right? Not <laughs> if it's a chicken. Not if it's a chicken. I mean, <laughs> leave your chickens alone. Am I the only one seeing this now? I mean, if, if, if a guy knocks yeah. on your door the wrong way, you can shoot him and say, hey, "What do you hey, want, Florida man?" <laughs> Ain't that America?